Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Sunshine Souls, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you here today because we are jumping on the solo DK Traino um, because I have some magic that I feel like your ear holes need to hear. And we are talking about today portals to manifesting your highest self. You might be jumping on here being like, what the hell do you mean? Or you might be like, fuck yeah, I'm in. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm in. (laughs) But I'm glad that you're here because the reason that this has really come up in my life is with a lot of hindsight and reflection. And I get super reflective around this time of year because November is my birthday month. Um, it's no, my birthday is November 17th. It's 1117, which is like my personal angel number. Um, and the re- not only because it's my birthday, but also because something changed in my life many years ago around my birthday. And I, if you haven't heard this story already, um, sit down, get a cup of tea. <laughs> um, and if you have heard it, just be open to hearing some new parts of it. And I have a few stories to share about how I have kind of jumped portals and dimensions to being the person I am today, because it's really crazy when you start to look back on your life and you've made hard decisions to do hard things that you knew that was in alignment with your soul and you realize if you do this collectively over years like my if you would have told me I'm 29 now um but if you would have told me 10 years ago that this is what my life would have been like are you kidding me I would not have believed you there's no way And I didn't really like set out to be an Olympian. I didn't set out to be an author. I didn't set out to be a coach and entrepreneur, all these things and helping people. I just had this intention to live a fucking badass life that was different. I knew that the life that I wanted to live was going to be different than other people's and different than the society that I grew up in. Um, And it's been crazy. And yeah, oh my gosh, there's been hard times. Okay, definitely hard moments. And we're going to talk about those today. But... One of the concepts that I really like to use um, when we're talking about accessing our highest self is understanding the multidimensional theory. (laughs) 
I know this is a lot, but it's really, really, really powerful. So there are theories um, based on the quantum universe that we live in that there are multiple realities coexisting at once because we let's understand this, that we see 0.003% of what actually exists in this world. Let me let, I just want you to understand that we only see 0.003% of what exists in this world. We see less than 1% of what actually exists because our human eye cannot perceive everything that's actually going on. And so there are theories, um, of that we are living in a multidimensional universe. And so that means that there is a version of you that is living a life where you made a different decision that had a different outcome at this exact same time. I know that that's a bit mind fucking, but time isn't linear anyways. It's all kind of on top of each other. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think about moments in my life where I've made decisions and they've completely changed the trajectory of my life. And one of those things happened about eight years ago now. Um, and these, I truly believe, are the portals to accessing higher versions of ourselves. These are opportunities. These are when we come to a fork in the road and we have the opportunity to lean into what scares the fuck out of us, but we know that we want to do it. or We get the chance to back down and always wonder when we lean in, we, I believe if, and I like to use visuals because I'm a visual learner, we take a portal to a different reality where there's a different timeline running out. If it's an alignment to your soul, you level up on timelines and you're living on a different timeline where you're choosing a different reality, choosing different belief systems. Okay. And I really like, I know that this is a lot, but it's really, really powerful if we start to understand. So these portals, these portals to accessing higher versions of ourselves are these opportunities, these forks in the road. And I got an opportunity on November 18th, 2013, that blew my fucking bazooka out of my bum hole. That doesn't make any sense. But, and, the, and I'm going to explain that in a second, but what I want you guys to understand is if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have big dreams or big goals and maybe they're, you know, huge or, or maybe they're things that other people have already done, but you just don't know if you can do them and whatever it is, I want you to know what's possible for you. But what we also need to understand is this universe has a mystery that is so magical that we can't always predict the way that these opportunities are going to come into our lives. Sometimes when we're manifesting, what we do is we have this really strict view of how we want to see the world and how, how we want it to happen, right? I'm manifesting the love of my life. They're just going to walk in. I'm going to meet them on the app or at the bar or whatever. And then they're going to sweep me off my feet. And then they're going to like happily ever after walk down the aisle. Da, 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 da. It doesn't work like that, right? Usually things do not work out to our plan. They don't. You know, my, um, one of the many incredible things that I learned in my journey to the Olympics is I got to work with a lot of incredible sports psychologists. And one of the things that they always prepared us for is no matter how perfectly you plan for a competition, they would say it never goes to plan. Something always goes wrong. One of my sports psychs had been to 10 Olympic games, which is a lot, 10 Olympic games as a sports psychologist. That's insane, right? 
Um, and he shared every competition he's been to with athletes. Something has always gone wrong. The bus has arrived late. The facility wasn't working. The food was off. Someone got sick. Da, da, da. There's always something that goes wrong. Wrong. I use in quote unquote. But usually that wrongness is actually right in some way to help us live into this potentiality that is meant to come to the best fruition of everyone involved based on the work that they're doing. And so what I want you to understand is these opportunities, you need to allow them to surprise you. Know that you can't perfectly plan how they're going to happen, but you can put the intention out into the field to make a change. I remember eight years ago before so before, um, I'll, I'll give you some timeline context. November 18th, 2013 is when I had an opportunity to change my life. In September, a couple months before, I remember writing down on a piece of paper, I'm bored with life. And my mom actually, I was living with my parents at the time, and my mom came in, she's like, she read it. And I was like, yeah, but it just didn't feel excited. I was like, what the heck am I doing? Why am I studying art history? I don't want to do this for my career. I just knew that I wanted to, I knew that I wanted to travel and I knew that I wanted to do something different. And then uh, some series of events happened the following months. The next month I got a really bad concussion, which made me have to drop out of university and lay in a dark room. And that was in October. And then in November, the day after my 21st birthday, my life changed when an opportunity came into my field but I could have never predicted or planned this opportunity. So know that these portals to accessing higher versions of yourselves are going to come to you in ways that will surprise you. Allow yourself to be surprised by how things happen, how opportunities come into your field. But hold the vision and the intention that you desire to make a change, bring something forward, step into a different dimension of who you are wanting to be in this lifetime but let them surprise you because that's like really makes life exciting one of the things tony robbins says is that as human beings we love two things there's actually more i think he has like a list of six but these are the ones that really stuck with me we love certainty and we love uncertainty (laughs) right because we love anyone like ever watch the same movie over and over again because you're certain you know, you know what's going to happen. But then we also love uncertainty where you kind of hope that there's something little bit inside of you that the movie may end differently this time, even though you know that that's not going to happen. <laughs> so we like uncertainty. We like surprises. And so many of the things that myself and my clients have manifested in their life, the ways that they have come into their field has surprised them. So allow yourself to be open to the intention you're wanting to call forward and allow yourself to be surprised and have the mindset that allows you to hold that frequency. So I'm going to go into this in a moment, but I just feel really called to share. I One of the things that I'm really noticing, um, you know, I, I help people with their worth and the, the, the transformation is phenomenal. I help people getting clear on what their soul mission is. And it's so cool to go through that process and see people have clarity on their life. And one of the th- missing links that I've noticed is um, having the mindset and the frequency to allow yourself to hold the vision, even when things aren't maybe necessarily happening in that time. So I have a course coming out, um, a little mini program in January called Magnetic, where it's going to be quantum mindset 
for magnetic manifestations. We're going to be bringing together the quantum field um, along with my Olympic mindset. And one of the reasons that, you know, I know that, you know, I have... I, 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 I am successful and I use that in quote unquote because I think success is different to everyone is because the mindset that I developed as an athlete, the unfuckwithable, unwavering mindset. And I really want to allow more people to develop that so that they can be magnetic to their manifestations. So um, depending on the timeline that you're listening to this too, that is coming out in January, 2022. So keep your eyes peeled. But Let's talk about the portals, the portals to accessing the higher versions of ourselves. So on November 18th, 2013, I was concussed. I was unfit. (laughs) I was in a really bad mental place. Um, And, you know, I was in a depressive state. I didn't, I don't have depression, but I think we all have depressive states in our life. Um, You know, when you just don't even feel anything you know, um, and the, the motivation for life is just gone and everything's kind of numb. And I was in one of these moments and we all have these in life where you go, why the heck is this happening to me? Why? What did I do wrong? Universe, God, source, whatever. What did I do wrong? What karma is this for me? But sometimes we don't realize in those moments that those moments are actually detours in our life and, and blessings in the making. And little did I know the blessing that had come into my fruition. And so on November 18th, I was um, speaking with one of my friends at the time on the phone. Um, I think it was on like, this is like making me sound really old. I think it was on like Skype, I think, like video Skype. Um, This is like before Zoom. And she was like chatting me about my birthday and all these things. And when we're talking, she gets a message, um, a Facebook message from this lady that she used to coach her. Um, And this friend and myself are both or both were synchronized swimmers. Um, And we both (laughs) um, had Australian Canadian citizenship, like trippy, right? Um, And this lady that messaged her was the assistant national team coach of the Australian synchronized swimming team. And she reached out to my friend and said to her that this was 2013 after the 2012 Olympics, the Australian team had kind of kind of fallen up, like everyone had retired basically. And she was working with a head coach and they were looking on building the team again. And a synchronized swimming is a lot smaller in Australia. And she knew my friend, um, because the synchro world is really small. She reached out to her and said, any chance you want to have try out for the team? (laughs) My friend's in Canada as well. And we have these moments, right, in our life where um, our friends get opportunities, right? Our friends get these portals. And what do we do for our friends, our best friends? We're like, oh my God, I believe in you so much. You need to go for this. This is amazing. Yes, 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 yes. We do this for our friends. And I was cheering her on and I was like so excited for her. And I was like, this is so cool. I was just a really big um, supporter and cheering her on. And after about like 10, 15 minutes of us, like in dreamland being like, what if this is possible? What if, what if, what if, what if she turned to me and she said, Danielle, do you, you could, you could do this too. You're, you have Aussie parents. You did synchro. You, 
you could do this with me. And I like looked at her and I was like, what? What? Are you kidding me? Like not only was I concussed, but I also was not in good shape. And I wasn't ever, I was never, it was never the best synchronized swimmer. I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional because <laughs> I'm actually like looking um, as I'm recording this at my um, Olympic suit is just in the corner of my office. And this makes me emotional every time that I talk about it because I don't, unless you were ever in my body, I don't think you'll ever understand how crazy it is that I did that. And I never, ever want to take that for granted that I did that leap because it's insane. And I know not everyone gets that opportunity, that specific opportunity, but we all get opportunities in life. We all get given these portals to accessing higher versions of ourselves. And in that moment, you know, when you're almost like paralyzed, <laughs> that was like me, it was like paralyzed. What? No, what are you talking about? And then I, my brain started ticking. And you know, you start thinking, then you start doing a little bit of dreaming of like, well, what if this happens? And what if, what if, what if? And then all the intrusive thoughts come in. Oh, who do you think that you are? You're not enough. You're not a good, everything is against you. This isn't Australia. How are you going to afford this? What are you crazy? Everyone's going to judge you. Everyone's going to think you're stupid. You're not the least talented of all of the people that you swam with. Who the fuck do you think that you are? And I sat with this and I sat with this and I sat with this. And I think we hung up at some point and I was thinking about it. And what actually happened, um, I don't talk about this, um, years prior is I made this decision, (laughs) old soul in me, that I never wanted to regret, have regrets in my life. And I made this decision at like 15. Um, and I never wanted to not do something because I was afraid. And at the time I tried out for the provincial team in, uh, BC didn't make it (laughs) wasn't good enough (laughs) wasn't even good enough to make the provincial team right who the fuck did I think I was to make a national team much less an Olympic team and I was like what's what's the feeling that's more than I was humiliated that I didn't make it that's that was a feeling but I was also proud of myself for trying and then I with this Olympic decision this national team decision I was sitting there and I was like the fire that was inside of me that there's something in me that never wanted to wonder. I never wanted to wonder what my life could be, what it could have been if I was just brave enough to take a leap. You know, when, you know, and some of you might have these moments where we think back and we're like, what if I actually did it? What if I leapt into this portal and this portal for you this portal could be the job opportunity. This portal could be speaking in, in your classroom. <laughs> this portal could be taking a course, working with a coach, leaning into a relationship that sets your soul on fire, but it scares you too. This could be making an investment. Whatever it is, there are all of these portals. Taking a risk. This is what these portals are to accessing our highest self, taking a risk and listening to the whisper inside of our soul. And I sat there and as much as I was so scared, 
so scared of everyone judging me, so scared of what people would think, so scared of how the frick I would ever have the courage to do this. Like I was still, you know, at that time, like really struggled with my body image and and so much stuff. But what scared me more was always wondering what my life could have been. What my life could have been if I was just brave enough to do something different. And that was my fork in the road. Where I decided to take this leap with all of the cards stacked against me. All of them. With so much impossibleness in front of me. And it's funny, you know, I... I um, talk to my my parents about it now, like in hindsight that I've done it. And um, <laughs> I get so emotional talking about this. Sorry, guys. Um, and, you know, I am very lucky. I have two beautiful parents. Really lucky. But even they thought I was batshit crazy. <laughs> I would have thought I was batshit crazy if I was my own parent as well. And um, I'm very stubborn. Um And when I decide that I want to do something, I just do it. I don't actually, like, when I really get my heart on it, I was like, I don't really care what anyone else thinks. I was like, I don't even care if you don't support me or believe in me. I'm just going to make this happen. (laughs) And my parents and my my dad was saying that he's, like, like doubtful, very doubtful, fairly so. The evidence backing the proof that I could make it happen was not there. Um, And he... But he saw that I was really ready and willing to do, he, you know, it wasn't really a decision up to, it wasn't up to them. It was my decision, right? But um, it's always nice to get your parents' blessing. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, I, and they said how they like really didn't think, you know, they didn't really know if it was possible. There's like looking at the evidence, like I wasn't even in the top 100 in the country in Canada. How the frick was I going to make an Australian national team? But I was so determined and so driven. I remember when I first got this um, like opportunity and decided I was like, all of a sudden the fire in me was back. Yeah, I still had a concussion, but I had a reason for living again. I was like stretching (laughs) and swimming and working out and doing all these things to like make sure I got back into shape and you know I'll spare you the story and if you want to listen to the whole thing it's in my book or or you can listen to my first podcast where I explain it all but look where I am now (laughs) eight years later I spent five years on the team I went to three world championships (laughs) I went to the Olympics I have a ring on my finger with the Olympic rings In 2012, I was sitting at home on the couch watching the Olympic Games with tears running down my face about how much I love the Olympics. Never in my wildest dreams thinking if it was possible for me. Never in my wildest dreams. I couldn't even dream as big as my life is right now because the opportunity from the unknown and the mystery of the magical universe came into my field And I sit here today, having done these awesome things with the intention to give back, with the intention to help people, which I am doing, which is amazing. And I'm so grateful. And now I think if I didn't make that decision all those years ago, all of the pieces that wouldn't be in place now, 
I think of all the women um, and souls that I have helped and how I have people that have told me that I have saved their life because they were on the edge of taking their own. I have people that have (laughs) manifested businesses of their dreams relationships, love. And if I didn't make that decision all those years ago, all of these people would not have been affected positively by the choice that I made and the person that I chose to be now. And that terrifying opportunity was a portal accessing me to a different dimension where I am this higher version of myself. I had this moment the other day when I was about to go pick Luca up and, um, TMI, I was sitting on the toilet and I had this, I get like flashes and visions um, sometimes, um, usually of the future and what's possible, but this was a really trippy one um, where I sometimes, I with a multidimensional theory, I sometimes have moments, but this was the trippiest of them all, where I know that there's another version of me that made a different decision that never moved to Australia and never decided to work on herself and always wondered what if. And I had this moment because it was Sunday night at the time and the day had gone by so quickly. It's also winter here, so it gets dark early. And I remember being like, where did the day go? This is crazy. I had a beautiful day and the next day is Monday morning and I was actually really excited for Monday because I love what I do. And I had this moment where it almost felt like I accessed a memory or knowing or something of another version of me living in a different reality, sitting on that same toilet who never had the courage and was going to a nine to five job that she did not like and she dreaded. And that version of me dreamt of doing the wild, crazy things that I'm doing now. And that other version of me is living at an alternate dimension, living her life, living her life out, maybe dreaming up the life that I have now. But I chose to make a choice that was scary, fucking terrifying. I get so excited when my clients decide to do scary things that's in alignment with their soul because I know their expansion is coming. That's why I get so excited when I see souls that jump into my course that are courses that are scared and they're nervous, but they know they want to make a change because I know magic comes for those that choose to show up for themselves. It always comes. I see it time and time and time. And again, you have to show up for yourself though. Joining the course isn't the magic pill. Showing up for yourself consistently is the magic pill. You are the magic pill. And we all have these moments in our life where you can access higher versions of what your life can be. You're not all going to get an Olympic opportunity. Maybe some of y'all are, and that's amazing, and I'm so freaking proud of you. Good on you. Go for it. But there's also going to be some other points where we're at a fork in the road or like what is, you know, like what a fork with like three, three options, you know, a three pronged fork, not a two pronged fork. Is that even a fork? Doesn't a fork have like four prongs? Anyways, I digress. You know what I mean? Um, And sometimes the options are hard. And sometimes the options and the portals accessing higher versions of ourselves mean that we have to almost burn down what we have now to be a new version of who we want to be. Sometimes they're exciting, like the one that I had eight years ago, the Olympic thing. And sometimes they fucking suck. 
and there's a lot of tears and there's a lot of fear, but deep down in our soul, we know that there is something better out there for us. Because there is another portal (laughs) that I leapt into, what is it, like three years ago? Wow, this doesn't even seem that long ago, but it feels like lifetimes ago. Where I was with my ex-partner and I knew for a long time that it wasn't the right thing for me. He's a very good human being. He's a good man and he supported me going to the Olympics and I am really, really grateful always, always for his support. Um, But I just knew, I just knew it wasn't right. And through this whole process of being with him, I was not being authentic. I was not. I was pretending to the world that everything was okay and my life was fine and dandy and perfect because I was going to the Olympics and I was manifesting my dreams and oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry. I say it like that because I do my best now to be like unfilteringly, like authentically real. And we get to have the good days and the bad days. Um, I don't share all my bad days just because y'all know, like sometimes you just want to be in your own process, right? Um, But I was just pretending that everything was fine and I couldn't, I didn't have the courage to speak up about how I really felt, which was the fact that I couldn't leave the relationship because I didn't financially have anywhere to go or any way to support myself. I was in a really sticky situation. I had a lot of pride. I didn't want to reach out for help. I didn't even have a car to sleep in. Um, I couldn't leave. And I knew for a while that I needed to go. I needed to make a change because it was he's a good person, but we just aren't meant to be together. And he was really, my light was dimming around him. I felt it and I wasn't happy and I wasn't in my truth for a long time. And that just made me feel like crap. Um, and I would spend time when I was away from him crying and I'm not like, okay, I'm a crier. I, I, well, okay. This is not, not, I do cry. But I'm not like, I don't like cry all the time. Like some people are like really emotional. They'll cry at like a, the drop of a hat. Like I, I'm not necessarily like that, but, um, and especially I was not like that then I allow myself to cry whenever I need to now, but I was not like that then, but I just couldn't keep the tears in. I was just, I would just cry because I just, I felt so stuck and I had this feeling inside of my soul that if I had the courage to somehow, who knew how to leave this relationship? I knew that there was this light on the other side. I didn't know how to get there. It seemed so freaking hard, but I knew that there was this light on the other side of this hard thing, but I didn't have the courage to do the hard thing for quite a few years. And then an opportunity arose, a portal to a higher dimension, a higher choice, a higher version of me where my ex-partner or partner at the time, he actually um, went away for two weeks. And I kind of had some time and space by myself. Um, And I was crying like every day. And I had one morning where as soon as I woke up at like six in the morning, I would just cry for like an hour. And then I had this moment, I was like, this is not who you are, Danielle. 
You're not this person. This isn't what life is supposed to be. You don't have to compromise your happiness for the happiness or convenience of someone else. You don't have to settle. You don't have to do that anymore. Life is not meant to be woken up with you crying in sadness when I had a decision that I could make to change that. This is pre all the work that I've done now. And that's when I had this opportunity. It's like, this is your time. This is your time to build up the courage to walk away. And, um, you know, when we do these things, you know how we build up things in our mind to be so much harder than they actually end up being? (laughs) And some of the reasons why it was hard is not only because we were together like for five years at the time, but also like financially we were together. We had a rent rental agreement together with a roommate. Like it was just really complicated. Um, and I like didn't really have the means to support myself without him. And I had no idea what the fuck I was going to do. <laughs> and I was still training um, at the time when I was going to university. Um, and I was coaching and I was working, but I just didn't have the means to s- support myself. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? But I built up the courage and I knew that he was coming back. I don't know if I've shared the story before. And I really want to share this out of, you know, this, again, if you are listening to this and you know who this person is, like, He's a good person. He is a very good person. We are just not meant to be together. Um, and uh, I wrote a letter. And I wrote down everything that I was feeling because I knew I wasn't going to be able to get it out. And when I picked him up from the airport, I just burst into tears. We couldn't even make it home. I pulled into the parking lot at the airport and started reading it to him. And he knew as soon as I started reading. Um, he knew for a while. And it was hard. It's really hard. And, uh, you know, when you're just in it, especially because I think the hardest thing was he loved me so much and um, I broke his heart. And I I never, ever wanted to hurt anyone like that. Never. I never want to ever hurt anyone like that ever again. Um, It was really hard. And I didn't do it for a long time because I knew I would break his heart. And I know that he's not a bad person. But I knew that it would break me more to be with him. And I knew in the long run, we would both be okay. Something in me knew in the long run, we would both be okay. But to access this higher version of myself, I had to burn down pretty much what I was and where I was at the time. And we sat in it. And it was icky and hard and... Um, it's actually a really, you know, even though it was hard, it was actually a really beautiful breakup. Like, cause we had just gone through a lot together and I actually like held him in that space. Um, and I sat there and I literally held him and I consoled him through it. Um, cause I had kind of done my grieving when he was already away. Um, it was complicated, but I figured it all out. I figured it all out because sometimes when we, see the thing in the distance it can be anyone watched oh my gosh game of thrones is like that wall (laughs) it seems like the scariest fucking daunting wall ever and we have no idea how we're going to get over it or through it or under it or whatever we have no idea and then we start to get there and you just start to take one step at a time it's not actually as bad as we built it up to be in our mind but i know 
that decision, that opportunity, that fork in the road that I took and I had to burn down everything of where I was, it leapt me into the life that I am now. Because that thing which was so hard and so heart-wrenching and I hope to <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever do that to anyone ever again. He's, he's um, with a really beautiful person now too, so it's, it's all worked out. <laughs> um, but it's led me to who I am now. And after that, I did a lot of self-reflection. I had to work on myself and love myself. And I can't remember if I've spoken about it here before, but I had this realization a couple months afterwards is he loved me dearly. It's one thing I could never falter. He loved me so much. Um, and he was like, going to propose and all the things um but I realized that he couldn't love me I've worded this really well when I thought of it years ago he couldn't love me for me I needed to love me for me his love couldn't outweigh the love that I needed to have for myself because there was moments in that time when I was really struggling I would go into like anxiety um, around my body image like I would I would like totally like shrivel up and and he would like hold me in like almost panic attacks around um, how stressed I was about my body body image um, and that time to do that hard thing allowed me to have those realizations and I made this declaration to the universe I was like I'm gonna love myself actually planning to be single for a couple years and I was like I'm gonna love myself I'm gonna move to Bali <laughs> I'm gonna write a book and I'm gonna work online because before that he didn't really want to do those things and he was tied down to a job so you know it was a bit more complicated um but I just wanted to be free I really wanted to be free and I made this declaration to like radically love myself and I just trusted. I had no idea how the fuck it was all going to work out. I had no idea how I was going to publish a book. No idea how I was going to work online. I just chose to have faith. Four months later, Mr. Luca fucking Reedy walks into my life. <laughs> um, and really showed me what love truly can be. Um, and what it should feel like when you know. And you're with someone that lights up your whole world and still does. Um, and I'm sharing these things because I want to share with you guys a couple different examples of what these portals may look like. They can look like the scary but exciting opportunities, you know, maybe taking the promotion or taking the new job or <laughs> quitting the job <laughs> or whatever or it could be it could mean the hard the hard thing which is like you know you got to leave that person or leave that place or leave those family members that aren't supporting you that friend group that isn't supporting you and you got to burn down where you are to rebuild a new you but when you do that scary thing you ascend to a different dimension of who you can be and you step into a manifestation greater than you could have imagined and the most important part is understanding that sometimes those opportunities come through unknown magical ways through you that you never could have predicted. And sometimes they come through the hard choices that crack you open. 
but know that there will always be hard things in life. There will be because this universe is pushing resistance on us to help us grow. But when we choose to lean into the scary things that are in alignment with who we are, we expand. We expand. That is why I've talked about this before, but so many souls that jump into my programs or courses that maybe it's scary to make this investment for themselves because they never spent this much money on themselves. Or maybe it's scary to put this time into them or look at the parts of themselves they haven't seen or looked at. So many of them have magical things that happen in their lives. Randomly love walks in. I'm using quote unquote, randomly customers for the new business walk in, randomly job promotions, job opportunities, money, finances. It all can come in, but you need to lean into those hard things and access and lean into those portals to access higher dimensions of who you get to be in this lifetime. You're going to have these opportunities in your life. And what decision do you choose to make? What road do you choose to walk down? And how much faith can you have in your heart that when you lean into the knowing of who you are, it will always all be okay? Always. It's going to be a hell of a story too on the other side. (laughs) Maybe you'll even do a podcast about it someday. I hope that this episode has served you in some way, inspired you maybe to lean up, lean in, or make a decision. And if it has, please share. I love it when you guys share. If you want to rate and review this podcast as well, that always helps get it out to more people or share with a friend that needs to hear this too. If you want to stay in my field, I hope to see you on Instagram maybe on my email list where I send out my new and full moon meditations. And if you ever want to join or jump into a program or one-on-one coaching, if there is spots available, I would love to see you in there to help you elevate your life in some way. I'm sending you so much love. May you have the most beautiful day and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.